Welcome to the Proven Path Podcast. My name is Melissa Crockett-Willis, and I'm the Regional Vice President of Howard Hanna Real Estate Services. I'm here today with Alex Milstein, who is one of our top agents in our Ann Arbor market with Howard Hanna Real Estate. And welcome, Alex. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Quite welcome. We are here today to talk to you about what your year has been like in 2012, and I know it's been quite a year. What has helped attribute to your success, and then also what we see in 2013. So why don't we start with, wow, have you been able to take a breath after your 2012 and all your successes? Well, it's been an amazing, amazing 2012. I couldn't have asked for a better year. I closed 186 transactions. It was 30 more than I did the year before. Um, not something that I planned for, but um, our market in 2012 went through a major shift. Um, you know, Michigan was one of the very first states affected by the downturn. We were hit at the end of 2005, and you know, when the whole economy went down in 2008, we were already down. So that just kicked us even further down. And 2012 started off as a normal year, kind of same as the last couple of years have been. But in the month of April, when our typical spring market starts, all of a sudden we started seeing that the demand uh, was great, but the supply was nowhere where it should have been. Our, our spring market didn't start listing-wise. Buyer-wise, they were there, but listing-wise, our listings were just way down. And it continued April through pretty much still to this day. Our listings were down about 33% on average um, than the typical market that we've seen, you know, 2006 through 2011. Um, so that's part of what caused the big change in our market was the, the low supply and the high demand. Now, with listings being down, and I know you're a strong listing agent, what did you do to help generate more listings? Well, I realized that my listings were, my listing count was way down. And so I had to take action. I needed more listings because here I had staff that were relying on, you know, on listing houses. That's, their income is based on that. And so what ended up happening was is that I... I single-handedly decided I was going to support the Postal Service, and I increased my, my mailings, and I pretty much tripled the number of mailings that I was sending out. My postcard campaigns, I was pounding every single month postcards. You know, I was targeting demographics. I was targeting neighborhoods. I was targeting anything and everything that I could get my hands on um, because I needed, I needed more listings, and I was very successful with my campaigns. Well, I'm sure these potential sellers and sellers of yours have thanked you, and I'm sure the U.S. Post Office is appreciative and thanks you as well. What is the message that you put on these postcards and these mailings that help, you know, get the phone to ring? What I found out over the last couple of years, it doesn't matter what the message is that's on the postcards. All that matters is that your name on there, your face is on it, and then it says something that you sold. And so one of my biggest mailings is that I send out just sold postcards that feature all the properties I sold a month prior to. The postcard looks the same every month other than the photos of the houses are different. I don't put addresses. I don't put prices on the houses. All I do is it's just a different variety of houses that I put on the postcard. And I send out 7,000 pieces every single month. And those go to uh, people who own real estate in Michigan um, or in my market who don't live in the state. Those go to listings that expired five years ago. Those go to you know landlords who have properties in Ann Arbor who decided over the last couple of years to rent out their houses. Um, so I'm targeting a wide variety. I'm also going after demographics. If you're 55 and older and you live in a 2,000 square foot house or bigger, I'm targeting you. 
if you are a, uh, a young family with three or more people in your family and you live in a house that's 1,200 square feet or, or less, that's the people I go after because those are my move-up buyers. So it's a huge marketing campaign, but it's all mailings. It's all old school, but it works. Well, that's great. And your business, I mean, here you are still under 30, and the business continues to grow every year, but it's also showing it's just, you know, back to the basics and getting in front of people and building those relationships. Now, you have an interesting start to your career, too, because a lot of people think that if you're under 30, you know, you may have just started a couple of years ago, but you've been in the business now for quite a long time. Yeah, I'm on my 12th going on 13th year in the business, and I, I started working for my brokerage uh, when I was 15, answering phones. Um, I didn't have family in the business. My parents had bought a house um, a year prior to that. And I remember seeing someone, we always went to the office on the weekends to meet with the realtor. And my parents got me involved in that process. And every, every Saturday and Sunday, there'd be a receptionist sitting at the front desk. And instead of going, getting a job at whatever food supplier or whoever, uh, grocery store, I ended up um, calling all the real estate companies in town. I just opened up the yellow pages. Um, and that's how I got all the names and numbers. And I actually had two interviews. Um, and one of the companies that I'm still with today um, ended up hiring me. And so I was there, you know, 15. I was a sponge all through high school. Um, my senior year of high school is when I got licensed. And I sold my first house before I graduated high school. Look at that. I mean, that's just an unbelievable story. And it also goes to show you with what a sponge when you're in the office, you know, and you probably by the time you were licensed, just had so much knowledge that was up in your head, just ready to just, you know, explode, I'm sure. You know, we're in this day and age where, yes, technology is great. And a lot of people are so mobile. Um, but there's so much to be said about being in that office, you know, neck to neck, face to face, you know, we joke around at the water cooler, how much business happens, you know, but you're proof that boy, being that sponge and taking that information and just running with it makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. I used to spend all my time as a new agent at the front desk. Um, and also keep in mind, I was a full-time college student while a full-time realtor at the same time, but I was spending a lot of time at my front desk cause that's where people all, you know, that's where all the business happened. That's where all the calls came in. And, and I learned a ton from the receptionist, from the secretary to the office manager. Um, and the greatest learning tool was listening to my colleagues and hearing what they had to say and making sure I didn't make those same mistakes they were making. And now I'm sure they enjoy listening to you and being a sponge with all of your information and all of your tips and, and skill sets as well. So now, where do you see the business going in 2013? Well, we're still, our supply in the market is very low. Um, and that's our number one challenge, multiple offers everywhere. I recently wrote an offer on a property that had 14 offers. And even when our market was good in 2003, four and five, we never had where it's 14 offers. And houses are selling, you know, for 40000 50000 above asking price. And these are $200,000 houses. We're not talking high price houses. And it's just continuing. So it's now learning, you know, I'm, I'm in a new market where I have to be more competitive. And it's no longer, you know, I used to tell buyers, well, think about it and get back to me in the next couple of days. Now it's, are you ready to write an offer today? Because the house is going to be gone. And it's, it's gone to the point where, you know, it's, bit of a it's chaotic right now because buyers are getting desperate because they want to take advantage of the low interest rates um so they're out there searching i had a property that i met with a seller signed the listing documents we weren't going to miss we weren't going to list the house for 30 days 
Um, my seller calls me the day afterwards and said, I mentioned it to my colleague and I had someone call me that wants to take a look at my house. And we made the decision at that point that we weren't going to entertain any offers or show the house. The next day, I get a full price cash offer, no contingencies, and they've never seen the house. They bought the house based on location. And that's never happened. So that, that's how chaotic it is out there today. So it shows you that shift in the market. Now, you know, you've said over and over, we need more inventory right now, and we're low on inventory. I know that there's a lot of sellers who are just on the fence thinking, should they put their house on the market or shouldn't they? And maybe they'll do it next month or the month after. How are you getting sellers to realize that now is the time to put their house on the market? Well, it, once again, it's all via mail. That's my biggest campaign. And, you know, I've, I've customized the message a little bit to where, you know, here are all the houses that sold in December, and December is the slowest month of the year. Um, and, you know, one of the biggest parts of my campaign, and this has been the case for many years, is that I always encourage sellers to contact me to plan for years in advance. And, you know, it doesn't matter when you're selling, just call me so that I can tell you, you know, the improvement that you're thinking about making, that this is going to be the right improvement for you. So it's, it's still sending that message, let's plan ahead. And I've met with people who, you know, three years ago were on the fence about moving, that I'm able to contact them today and say, this is your year. This, this is the year you're going to sell your property. Well, it's great advice, too, because you are positioning yourself as that real, real estate consultant or counselor and not just that person who's after that quick sale today. You know, and, and that's where I'm sure you get a lot of referral business, too, you know, off of people like that when you really help them plan for the future. Definitely. So that's great. So when you have this low inventory right now, what is your message and how do you direct your buyers and how do they understand this market? Well, unfortunately, the learning curve is pretty sharp in this, and I hate to say this, but buyers often have to learn, learn, learn it the hard way and lose their first house before they realize this is a different market. Unfortunately, the media has not yet caught up with what's happening in, in our market, so buyers walk in and all they're looking for is for a good deal. All of a sudden, I'm able to tell them a good deal isn't just the price. It's about getting the right property for yourself. That's a good deal. And so, um, you know, when we're in a competitive situation, I always say, you know, what's this house worth to? Not what the price is, what's this house worth to? And the other big part is I write escalation, um, escalation clauses in my sales contracts on a regular basis today. You know, that the buyer is willing to pay $500 over any other bona fide offer up to an X amount of dollars. Um, and it's also now at this point, because it's become so competitive, I'm now writing into contracts, which I actually have never done in my career. I'm writing clauses in that say, it doesn't matter what the house appraises for, the buyer's still going to buy it. Um, so you have to be very competitive, and you have to show the buyers this is, this is the way it is. Well, especially because I'm sure you're in a lot of multiple offer situations, so that helps you make sure that your buyer gets the house. But going along what you were saying before, I mean, that fear of loss is the greatest motivating factor. You know, so if they think that they're going to lose the house, there's nothing like that fear of loss Definitely. for that motivation. And I know in this business, too, we share a lot of stories. And, you know, that's a story I'm sure you're, you know, sharing on and on to other buyers. And, you know, hey, don't lose this house like my last client did if they didn't act quick enough. Yeah. And the word is spreading. So that's mm -hmm. that's encouraging is, you know, buyers are talking to their friends and family and they're actually letting them know this is this is what it took me to get the house. So it's spreading, but the media still hasn't caught up. So let me ask you, do you want the media to catch up? I do, actually, because it's just going to make my job a lot easier. Uh, it's it's going to make my, my job easier as a listing agent, that the buyers are all going to be in tune. 
um, you know, with a property that had 14 offers, there were still offers being made under the asking price. So it's a quick learning, you know, experiment for the buyers. Um, so I do want the media to catch up because I want the sellers to know that they are able to get more for their houses so that they start listing their houses. Well, it does make our job a lot easier when we're dealing with educated buyers and sellers with what's happening in today's market. Yes. Absolutely. Alex, if anyone wanted to send you a referral, how could they get in touch with you? Well, you can email me. Uh, my email address is alex at alexmi.com. Um, you can also call me. My direct cell is 734-417-3560. I am uh, Melissa Crockett-Willis with Howard Hanna Real Estate Services in Cleveland, Ohio. And you could reach me at Melissa Willis at howardhanna.com. Thank you for listening to our Proven Path podcast. If you would like to listen to past episodes, visit the Council of Residential Specialists website at crs.com and type in podcast in the search bar. Thank you and have a great day. The opinions expressed here are the views of the host and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the Council of Residential Specialists or the National Association of Realtors. Thanks for listening to the Proven Path Podcast. If you have any questions or topic suggestions for the show, send an email to solutions at crs.com.